welcome to the Rise Up with Orion podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for our last section of the Dear Coach series. I'm so excited to talk about not only this topic, but have two beautiful faces that are joining us, faces and voices joining us today. We've got Alyssa and Joanne. Many of you may recognize Joanne or recognize her voice. She was actually on in 2021 um, about her amazing Olympic journey. So filter back to that podcast if you're interested in hearing more from Joanne. But just as a quick introduction, hopefully I do this a little bit of justice for you ladies. You are welcome to, to add to it when I'm done. But Alyssa is here from the Southern California area where she's a nationally certified health education specialist with a bachelor's of science in public health with an emphasis in health education and promotion. Through motivation and support, she has found the joy in helping people engage in their health and find the joy of being their best selves. Alyssa, thank you for joining us for the first time. Ah, thanks for having me. And Joanne is back and she's currently a mental wellness health coach with the Resilience Pro by Orion product. She's a lifelong athlete and wellness enthusiast. Um, she is back, as I mentioned. Um, she is a competitive race walker. She made her first Olympic team in 2008 at the age of 44 in the sport of track and field. Joanne received her business administration license as well as a master's degree in kinesiology and sports psychology from the University of New Hampshire. She's coached cross country and track at the collegiate level and is a certified K through health, K through 12 health teacher. Um, Joanne works one-on-one -on -one with members to implement behavior change by setting and achieving short and long-term health and wellness goals. And that is what you're both going to do today. Welcome, Joanne. Thank you so much for joining us again. Thanks. Great to be here. Yes, this is a great topic, like I said, to kind of close out our series um, for the Dear Coach. This is one that we got a lot of questions from our participants all over the country, um, really asking about how to kind of implement a plant-based eating approach. Um, and I want to make it very clear, we're not talking vegan, we're not talking vegetarian. I really like that we're talking about an approach for those that kind of want to step into this new territory. So Joanne, do you want to get us started in telling us what, what is a plant-based eating, eating approach? Sure. So when we think about um, a plant-based diet, like Tara said, we're not talking about just eliminating all animal product necessarily. We're talking about incorporating more plant foods into our diet on a daily basis, maybe even every meal, right? So it doesn't have to be that all or nothing approach. It's about working the whole foods, right? So things like, um, you know, the fruits and the vegetables, as we all know, but remembering that things like whole grains and nuts and seeds and, um, you know, beans, legumes, there's all kinds of plant foods um, that we can incorporate in all of our meals. And so if we start to eat more of, um, more of the plants, then we don't have as much room maybe for as much of the animal food, right? And so, and there's some great benefits that we can talk about too, um, to, to eating more plants, right? So when we're talking about just incorporating, you know, a plant-based approach, we're talking about focusing on, maybe focusing on those plants first. Absolutely, and so Alyssa, from what I can tell from Joanne, this is all green stuff. We're not just talking about salads for every meal of the day. 
No, absolutely not. No, we want to have that varied diet. We want, um, as she talked about, we have legumes, we have um, nuts and seeds and things that are plant-based as well that have a lot of other nutrients that we want to get out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So Alyssa, you can start with this one. I'm sure Joanne, you can layer on the list. Um, but what are some of the benefits of kind of going down this path of trying this new eating approach or diet that we're talking about? Yeah, there's a lot of benefits, um, including like um, reducing your inflammation. Um, they even have studies that show um, there's a, a inflammation marker in our in our bloodstream as, as we get blood taken that is called C-reactive protein. Um, and people that uh, go on plant-based or um, alter that to a vegetarian eventually diet, um, they can reduce that C-reactive protein as much as 32% in eight weeks of going on that form of a diet. So we can definitely see even um, working towards that vegetarian diet. Um, we don't have to go all the way there, but even just working towards it, incorporating some of those things can absolutely in, uh, decrease that inflammation that can lead to um, problems like arthritis and um, cardiovascular disease is actually linked to inflammation as well. So we definitely want to um, decrease that. We have things like um, maintaining a healthy weight, as we increase our fruits and vegetable intake, we are decreasing calories. You know, there's just so many, you can eat a lot <laughs> with uh, fruits and vegetables and there's not a ton of calories in them. And so it definitely can um, make you feel fuller and, um, you know, make, make it last towards a healthy, managing a healthy weight. Um, other benefits include like fiber intake. There's so much fiber in our fruits and vegetables. Um, legumes, whole grains, all of those sorts of things that um, are going to benefit you not only, um, you know, making you run smoothly with your bowels, um, those are <laughs> definitely some benefits, but it also can help lower your cholesterol and stabilize, um, you know, your blood sugars and things like that, the fiber in your diet. Um, so yeah, so we have a lot of benefits as we, as we look into um, working on that plant-based approach. Yeah, Joanne, do you want to add any benefits that come to the top of your head? Sure. Yeah, so improved immunity, right? As we come out of COVID and now we're hearing about RSV and the flu season and, and all of that, right? And, and so many people just struggling. Um, that's one of the great things about fruits and vegetables, especially, right? Because you have all these great photochemicals and antioxidants that really help to build your immune system, especially as we're in, you know, the, these times, these trying times of so many people getting sick and then, you know, the holidays coming and lots of people gathering. And um, so, yeah, so adding more of those, um, those fruits and vegetables, especially that have like that deep color. So think about mm -hmm. like the oranges, right? Oranges and like your green, like your broccoli and your um, your bell peppers, like your orange and your, your red bell peppers and your green bell peppers and things that have that deep color versus something, for example, like, um, you know, maybe a pale green grape. Not that grapes aren't great for you, right? But when you're talking about getting the most bang for your buck, you really want to look for those, those really rich colors um, in terms of antioxidants and um, the photochemicals. And, you know, like Alyssa said, you know, maintaining your body weight, right, that satiety that comes with that extra fiber and just taking up space in your in your stomach, in your gut, more satisfying, right? The, the, the more fiber that you eat, 
um, the more satisfied you are. And, and it slows that digestion um, right in the stomach, right? So the food stays in, um, in your stomach longer. It doesn't just process right through. So, so yeah, those are, you know, just a couple of other things that um, to, to just add to Alyssa's really great list of, of things that um, she brought up. Yes, absolutely. And I know you guys probably talk about this a lot with your participants across the country, but you know, that staying full, I think is something that I always have to remember as well as you know, the, that fast food and something that is fast, um, just processes through our body so fast as well. So again, what is fast in is fast out, um, you know, versus, you know, staying full longer. I think that is something that is so important. And, and as Joanne mentioned, it's kind of like the image that we have on our screen today is you know those bright colors you know there's really nothing more festive than bringing some of those beautiful plates you know to to the table so everyone can enjoy that um i love to really think about that as well and you know why not bring a little festive you know plate with all these beautiful colors to the table so everyone can enjoy it hopefully as as a group we're together again um so either of you are welcome to talk about this but again it is always all over the media um, about the environmental benefits of going down this plant-based diet. So either of you want to talk about that, obviously, you know, we're talking about animal products here. Um, do either of you want to jump into that and talk about the environmental benefit of eating plant-based? Sure, I can, I can just give a couple of examples of things that are pretty well researched and, and, and a lot of us have heard of some of these things as well. Um, the big, one big takeaway is that um, producing animal food just really makes for more pollution, right? More carbon emissions. There's actually been studies that have been shown that carbon emissions from raising animals is actually greater than all the cars and the trucks on the road. Like what, you know, the CO2 that's released. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's, you know, when we think about going green, right? And, and what we can do for our environment, um, cutting back on how much meat we eat and um, can have a huge impact on, on our planet. And plants require just less water um, to grow than, uh, than cattle does. So for example, like I've seen something like, you know, it, it takes, um, well, it, it just takes, it takes a lot more water to feed cattle than it does to feed, um, you know, to feed plants. And, and when we are in a place where we are seeing, you know, erosion and of, of water around us, right? Um, you know, like the river is shrinking and streams and, um, and things like that, the ocean. So, so that is that plays into it as well, and then just to the the pollution, right? The runoff from animal waste, um, and what they feed the animals, right? We we know and we've heard a lot about antibiotics, right? That are fed to the animals, and how that um, then then gets transferred into us and our bodies, and the runoff of the antibiotics in our water system, right? It's not just from people; it's from um, from the animals that are being fed so that they're bigger, right? So that you get a chicken that right. has huge chicken breasts, right? That's what, that's what we want. We want more meat for our money. So, um, so anytime you can go organic, certainly that helps, but it, it's still like the, the, the amount of water that is used, um, to raise animals is far greater than what it is, um, 
to raise wheat or raise plants. So those would be just a few things that um, that really are planet um, that we need to be planet aware of, right? That we we if we're if we're concerned about maintaining this this beautiful earth of ours, um, then it does it, it does benefit all of us to to do more plants than than animals. Yeah. Go ahead, Alyssa. Yeah, I can add, just add to it. Um, definitely, Joanne, you had some really great points there, and and there's um, a lot to be said about how we can help our our Earth and and um, help our carbon footprint. We hear that term a lot mm -hmm. with things like this. Um, there was actually a recent study that was published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition that indicated if somebody that eats regularly beef, like if you have a hamburger every day at lunch or dinner or something like that, if you cut um, that out by swapping it one meal a day. So if you have it one meal a day and you cut that down, um, you can cut down your carbon footprint by as much as 48%. Um, mm. That is amazing. Just to be able to um, choose one meal a day to say, you know what, I'm gonna swap it for something else um, that is a little bit more plant-based can cut your carbon footprint that much, 48%. I love it. You know, it kind of goes back to, you know, that slogan that many of us have heard is that there's no planet B, you know? So again, without taking care of it now and everyone doing their own little, own little part, um, you know, this is one great way taking care of ourselves and our planet, double whammy. I love it. I love it. Um, so you guys, let's talk a little bit about kind of what is in, Joanne, you mentioned this to start, um, and we can kind of go back and forth on it as well, is kind of what is in plant-based that is so good for us? Um, and again, we've talked about so many different types of things that we can go down the plant-based approach with, but what is in them that is actually so good for us? Alyssa, do you want to start? Oh, sure. I would love to. Um, so there's a lot of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, phytochemicals. There's there's the base structure of our vitamins, or sorry, of our uh, fruits and vegetables have um, their makeup allows us to benefit inside of our bodies. It's besides the um, carbohydrates and you know all of those benefits. There's also um, our vitamin D is is a great thing. Vitamin E, you know, you hear all these terms, vitamin K, vitamin C. So you hear all those terms, and sometimes they can feel a little foreign. You're not really sure um, what they mean, um, but they're 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 basically just a small um, substance inside of all different fruits and vegetables. As we talked about earlier, the, the deeper and richer colors are going to benefit you more. They're going to have those, um, those benefits even more in them. So, um, you know, things like we already kind of talked about, the vitamin C, you know, if you get something like a bell pepper with a rich color, um, it's going to have that extra vitamin C that's going to help um, maintain your connective tissue. It's going to heal wounds. All of those benefits from vitamin C. Um, we know a lot of people talk about, you know, increase your vitamin C, increase your zinc. Um, the best way to do that is to increase your plant base, increase your fruits and vegetables, especially of varied, um, varied colors and deep, rich colors is going to um, help you, especially in this cold and flu season, that's the top of my mind, is, mm -hmm. is increasing those in your diet is going to help you um, to, to fight off these, uh, increase your immunity, as we've already talked about, and, and um, just help your body run a lot more smoothly. Absolutely. Joanne, do you want to add on? 
Oh, Alyssa really hit the nail on the head. I mean, we talked about the fiber again, yeah. like fiber is not just about filling you up, right? Fiber has been shown to, to reduce cholesterol. And so when you're replacing sort of those, um, you know, highly processed foods with foods that um, that have higher fiber, it's it's good for your gut, right? And and Melissa had mentioned mm -hmm. before, it's good for your your bowel health, right? Your intestine, your intestines, and it can actually help to lower cholesterol. So, um, you know, so so those are some of the things, right? All of the vitamins, all of the minerals. Um, mm -hmm. One other thing that that just comes to mind, you know, sort of off the top of my head, is the water content. Right. Absolutely. So hydration, mm -hmm. hydration, hydration. Well, water doesn't just have to come and hydration doesn't just have to come you know, from our water bottles, right? Or from yeah, from all of our water bottles that we have. can come from our food, you know, come from like most of our fruits and vegetables have a really high water content. And so that can count toward hydration, right? So if you're if you're somebody like myself who always has a big salad at dinner, you know, when you're getting up in the middle of the night that you had enough water in your food, not just because you, I stopped drinking, like I'll stop drinking anything yeah. at six o'clock, but I'm still getting up. And I know it's because I've had a lot of, a lot of my, you know, fruits and vegetables in the evening as well. So, so that's another, another thing that's just like a little, you know, remember this. Absolutely. And I think you both have said it too, is, you know, rather than popping different supplements, you know, why not pack the punch with the things that we're eating? And, you know, I think mm -hmm. a lot of people turn towards supplements as an easy way to do it, but truly, you know, what is on your plate contains everything that truly we need. If you're being strategic about kind of going down and incorporating more, more plants into our, into our bodies. So, you know, always something to remember when you're, you know, thinking about a supplement, you know, always ask, about that or ask your coach about that but the reality is is we really can get everything that we need in our in our food um so why not it's a little bit more fun i think too it's a good right. point tara and i think you know our when we're eating our vegetables when we're eating our vitamins and our mineral minerals right there that's more what they call you know more bioavailable so that means our bodies can process those vitamins and those minerals in a way that um that a supplement maybe doesn't Right. So mm -hmm. if you are Tara's right on, like if you are somebody that um, is conscientious about what you're putting in and you know you're getting your fruits and vegetables, you're probably getting most of what you need. Right. And you don't need the supplement, but you're, you know, you're, you're going to get better availability from food versus a pill. Yes, no, no question about that. So um, Joanne, how do we start for those individuals who are ready to maybe dip their toe into moving down the plant-based approach? What is the best way to start maybe to set up, you know, a successful plan for themselves? Sure. I, I, I think it's starting small, right? And I, I, there's, there's a sort of a move out there, right? Meatless Mondays. So Maybe yes, just start with that one day a week. Doesn't have to be Monday, right? Maybe start with just mm -hmm. one day. Maybe start with one meal. Maybe it's Monday dinner, right? For those of you that uh -huh. are a little bit more, you know, like gung-ho about trying this out, maybe it's a day. Maybe it's a whole day mm -hmm. of really trying to sort of just focus on the plants. And and you can get, this is sort of, you know, I just want to add this in here because we're probably going to talk about it anyway, but you can get enough protein from plants, right? You don't mm -hmm. have to have animal product to get protein. All, most of our fruits and vegetables have 
some kind of some some you know amount of protein in them um but combined we get we can do a really good job especially if you're adding things like um you know beans and legumes and whole grains and uh, and in combination right so getting multiple things in your meals so i would say start small you know make a commitment to one day a week one meal a week and mm -hmm. Do some research. There's some really great, um, you know, websites out there that have wonderful recipes for, and you know, you could type in vegan, right? Because if you're going to try to eliminate yeah. an eel, type in vegan, you'll be surprised at what comes up, you know, in terms of like really easy to make, um, easy to make meals that don't require, you know, you to have a culinary degree. It's, it's, it's actually... <laughs> It, it doesn't have to be daunting, right? It doesn't have to be daunting. You can honestly, you know, open a can of beans, rinse them, have some rice with your beans, have some vegetables at that meal. You've got a complete protein right there. You know, you you have all that you need really and probably more satisfying than um, than what the alternative could be, certainly drive-through or something like that, right? So you start small. That, I guess that would be my first my first suggestion. Absolutely. Alyssa, what's your first suggestion on how to get started? Well, I'll say Joanne took mine. That was mine. So <laughs> I'll just elaborate oh, on that. <laughs> yeah, starting small. I think that um, when we look at this, it gets a little overwhelming, right? And I love the name of our um, webinar today because of that approach. We're making an approach like, like you're on a walk and you're approaching your house. You're not going to get from down the block to your house in one big step. You're gonna have to take small, actionable steps to get there. And I think that's that's how you start. You look and evaluate where you're eating right now. You look at your diet. Um, what are you eating for breakfast? What are you eating for lunch? What are you eating for dinner? Um, and just find a way to, as Joanne said, make a small step towards it. Does that mean um, maybe at lunchtime you can bring some carrots and some nuts and I don't know, you know, I'm just throwing out like an idea. So an, a lunch, a swap for a lunch or a swap for a day, like Joanne mentioned, Meatless Monday is, is kind of a popular uh, idea out there and definitely um, just finding a way to take it at a pace that you can get to it. We're not looking to make that big leap home we're making that you know small actionable steps to get to that final destination is what i would suggest absolutely and we have a great participant question as well is and i fall into the exact same boat doing the majority of the cooking in our house but again i often my brain goes to a protein and i plan a meal around chicken or beef or turkey you know so again you know that main protein is typically how i craft my meals and the participant is saying the same thing is how do you flip that and one of the things that's coming to mind for me is if you're going to make burgers rather than the beef in that to switch it to the black beans so again just some of those ideas i think both of you kind of touched on it but planning is huge joanne do you agree totally agree and you can still and this is sort of my mindset my husband is plant-based not 100 percent um because he travels a lot so it can be difficult on the road um but we still build his meals around the protein because mm -hmm. he's the 200 pounds six foot two guy right so he's a big <laughs> guy so he, he's not going to live on salads alone right so we need to build his his meals around um the protein and 
I do eat some animal protein, so I'm not necessarily going to have as much as he is in terms of like, you know, beans or whatever it happens to be. But there's a lot of really great alternatives out there. And Terry, you touched on it, right? Swap out black beans, make black bean burgers instead, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Make, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of great recipes out there for tofu. Like you can bake tofu, you can fry tofu, you can grill tofu, you can scramble tofu, you can, you know, you can put tofu in and most anything you can make pudding out of it, right? So, so yeah. if you still think about like finding out what are your best, like what, first of all, what do you like for protein in the plant-based world, right? And, and then kind of grow and build off of that. And, and, and I would say too, like when you're planning for a family, that can be challenging. So mm -hmm. there's the, the other tip is right, like get the kids involved, get your spouse involved, mm -hmm. get everybody involved, have them help, have them help plan the meal, right? Have them come up with the idea. So it's not always on you, especially if you're trying mm -hmm. to like, you know, make an adjustment within your family's diet. Um, I would say, yeah, get them involved and have them come up with recipe ideas, bring them shopping with you, have them educate them in the process too, about why you're doing it. Like that's the big thing, right? The why, why are we doing this and making the kids understand, making your spouse understand, making your partner understand, um, why we're trying to make some changes. And Alyssa, I think you and I talked about it when we were together in the raw last week about the amazing wonder as a parent of disguising things. Um, <laughs> and I recall you are a bit of an expert. So again, I'll bet you uh, have disguised some plants in those meals. I do. I love, it's like my game I play with my kids. I, I have two young kids and, and a husband who um, I would not, he's definitely not plant-based and not super uh, he does eat, he actually eats more vegetables since we started, um, since we got married years ago, but um, he is definitely not interested in going vegetarian anytime soon. And so it, it was a struggle to find ways to incorporate it so that my family would eat it. And um, some of my favorites are things like sloppy joes. It's all plant-based. It seems like they're eating meat right you can do tofu you can do carrots shredded you know shredded carrots i i don't actually have like an official recipe it always changes and sometimes they love it and sometimes they're like mom whatever you added this time didn't work <laughs> <laughs> so it's always fun um but i love to do you know like um one of our favorite meatless meals is um chicken fried rice and so we'll put in or sorry fried rice um when i'm making it meatless and so it's, it has lots of the egg in there and it's, it's tons of vegetables, peas and green beans and bok choy and pretty much anything I feel like adding in that day is my favorite. Um, and I love one of my favorite things to get my kids to eat um, fruits and or sorry, vegetables into meals when um, I don't feel like they will eat it like onions and celery are not their favorite um, is I blend them. And so I will completely puree it before I stick it into whatever I'm putting in it. Is it a, is it a um, soup? Is it a casserole? Whatever I'm putting it into, if I don't think they're gonna bite into an mm -hmm. onion, I puree it. And guess what? They love the flavors of them. They just don't love to bite into it. And so I found hiding it um, makes it so that they're getting all the benefits of it without um, the, 
frustrated at me for, for giving them something they didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> the fight does not, right. does not come at dinner. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, a lot of the time too, when I'm thinking about it and you brought it up and I love it as well as you can blend stuff up and it covers it up. And again, what better way to eat plant-based than to drink it? Um, so again, love that suggestion that we, which we hadn't talked about yet. So I love that as well. Um, and as I think about, obviously there's so many different resources out there. When I start to plan some meals, a lot of the time I move into kind of the Asian or the Thai different, you know, food eating <laughs> ways of eating because there's so much that's plant-based out there. Um, as Joanne mentioned with the tofus and the vegetables, I mean, they are some of the most hearty meals. I'm thinking Thai specifically, um, some of the most hearty meals and they are so amazing for leftovers too. So that's kind of one of the things that I think about as well. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a, right. Um, there's, there's a lot of other like ethnicity, right? Types of food, whether it, and Indian is another one that kind of comes to mind and. Um, absolutely. You know, so, and, and I was thinking too, as you were talking about the blending too, Alyssa, like another wonderful, especially for those of us living in cold climates, another great go-to for, um, that's super easy is soups this time of year. You know, anything with like lentils or beans or with the vegetables and sweet potatoes or some kind of squash or whatever it happens to be, those are like, those are great. And they're so hearty and they're so satisfying. Um, when I was teaching, because I was, you know, as a teacher for some, a few years, um, I would, on Sundays, I would do an Instapot of like a huge batch of, you know, like sweet potato, black bean chili or something like that. And I would pack that every single day for lunch. It was such a great, like, you know, go-to. It would warm me up during the day. Um, and that's and and whether you bring it for lunch or you have it for dinner a couple of times a week, that's it's a, it's an inexpensive. That's the other thing that we haven't even touched on too is like cost savings, especially now with inflation and meat being so expensive and um, you know eggs through the roof and all of that. Like going yeah. plant based is really a money saver, you know for sure. Beans and rice and you know grains and all of those are especially if you're doing it if you're if if you are even more sort of courageous and um, you want to, you know, take the dried beans and soak oh, them yeah. up and boil them and talk about inexpensive, right? And great sources of protein, so. Yes, oh my gosh, I love it. I'm glad that you brought up the price as well. Um, you know, yes, the, the Big Mac may be cheap, but talk about these things that may be non-perishable that you can just have around. I love that, the pantry, yeah. pantry, mm -hmm. pantry meals. Yeah, for sure. We got kind of pantry meals, right? Yeah. And, and planning for that during COVID, right? And then everything's kind of sort of, you know, mm -hmm. back to normal-ish. Um, so we moved away from sort of that mentality, but that was very much sort of what we were thinking when we were when we were stocking up, right? And there was no food on the shelves. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, exactly. So one of the, you know, one question that I'm always thinking about, which, you know, people want resources. Um, so one of the resources that I always turn to is Clean Simple Eats as a great place to really look um, if you're looking to go down a certain path, a different eating approach, whether it be vegan, vegetarian. So that's one of the resources that I choose um, and that I typically recommend and I use a lot myself. So Alyssa, are there other resources, places that people can look um, for recipes that maybe you use? 
Um, so I don't have a specific website, I would say. There are a lot of great places out there. If you just Google search, I, I would say that's my resource. <laughs> Google is yeah. my friend or Pinterest. Um, I have a lot of my recipes are pinned. Um, it has, there's so much out there. There's um, blogs, bloggers that are, are making these meals that are not only um, plant-based, but family-friendly. There's a lot of family-friendly specific blog sites out there. I think um, that would probably where I, I go the most. <laughs> is yeah, because absolutely. I do, I have a young family and definitely making sure that it's something that I know that they would enjoy is important to me. Um, yeah, so definitely <laughs> Google searching and, and Pinterest would probably be my my resource, not yes. specifically. <laughs> With the mom stamp of approval, for sure. Joanne, what about you? Do you have any favorites? I do. I have, there's a website called Yumly, Y-U-M-M-L-Y. And here's the thing that I love about Yumly. You can type in ingredients that you have in your house. And you put it yes. right in the search bar. And then all the recipes come up with things that you already have, right? or just any kind of search on there. And they've got, and, and they link in to, like Alyssa said, to Pinterest, right? So they they go out there and, and they're grabbing all these other websites. So they're a great sort of like search engine, but I just, I just like that I can put in like sort of my three or four main ingredients that I already mm -hmm. have in the house and come up with a new recipe that I haven't tried. So, so I'm always about trying new Absolutely. recipes. I love to repeat, but I also love to, to get like some inspiration and then I always make it my own. Yes, oh my gosh, that's always one of my goals too is to do a little experiment on my on my family with a new recipe each week. It's hard this time of year. But again, you know, Yumly is fantastic. And for those Orion participants who are not aware, we have a full database of recipes as well that go back many years that you can find on your Orion portal in the resources section. And Joanne and Alyssa know next year all of our recipes are actually inspired and or written by all of our Orion staff. So that's really exciting next year to take a look at that. Um, and there's many plant-based given, you know, the health experts that they all are um, to be able to submit that. So keep your eyes peeled for those as well next year um, if you're looking for some Orion inspiration as well. <laughs> so we are rounding our time. Um, and I always like to ask one final question to all of our experts um, for really your best tip something that's actionable so something that our participants and our listeners throughout the country and the world can take if they're ready to get going um so Alyssa, do you want to start you it's okay if it's a repeat um and you've already <laughs> said it um so again reiterating that if there's something that's really actionable that you think would set them up for success if they're going down this path yeah absolutely um i think having it on hand we've kind of talked about that with our cupboards and having those things in our cupboards that we know we'll eat and our family will eat um i think that sets us up for success making sure to set a, a time to plan out meals and to get to the grocery store i know in our busy days that can feel a little bit overwhelming um but definitely uh, the the clients i talk to the ones that have the most success in um, building healthy and strong meals are the ones that set aside a specific 
time for them to um, to build those meals and then to go shopping for them. And so I would say that's that would be a big tip for starting starting out um, is just making sure that you have the fruits and the vegetables and the whole grains and the legumes in your pantry in your fridge wherever you know whatever it is um, to make sure that you can build those healthy meals. Yes. And to use it before it goes bad. There's another goal to later on. Right. right? Money saving tip. <laughs> Don't let it go bad. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Joanne, what about you? What's something actionable that I can take and run with? Yeah, I love that, Alyssa. Be planful, right? Like with everything that we do, if we're going to be successful, we need to be planful. That's a great tip. Um, I would say again, like start small, right? And I was like thinking as as Alyssa was talking about, like, you know, taking a snack to work. Like swap that out, like swap out something that I don't know that you normally have that maybe has, you know, I don't know, the cheese and crackers, maybe do like hummus and carrots or hummus and try a different vegetable. Like it doesn't always have to be baby carrots either. Like do a, you know, a red bell pepper has like 30 mm -hmm. calories in it. So like making some swaps like that, really starting small, noticing too, as you do this, like just kind of paying attention to how you feel. You know, and, and noticing how do I feel after I eat a meat meal or after I eat a, you know, a mostly vegetarian or plant-based meal and, and just like take a step back and, and start to, to notice those changes. And because with those changes, right, that, that's what will help us to continue to kind of um, to move forward and to make progress. Yes. Yeah. And I think my actionable step, which we are starting today, is just to talk about it and communicate, you know, talk to your friends and your families and Alyssa, the health coach and, you know, mental wellness consultant Joanne. I mean, there's so many amazing people out there within our network and within Orion's um, and even friends and family, maybe in your church. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. But again, talk to other people about what they love. Because again, guarantee, you know, the mom stamp of approval or the coach stamp of, of approval, man, does it make it so much easier. And you'll probably like it a lot more if someone has tried it before you. So that's kind of my actionable step is just just talk about it. Let's get it out there and maybe more people will, you know, start to dip their toe in this new eating approach to get all the physical environmental benefits that we've talked about. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, you know, I know it's a crazy busy time of year. So for those of you that aren't ready to start now, maybe it's a new year's resolution. Um, but again, I want to wish everyone a happy holidays. Welcome everyone to come back. Our podcast is continuing next year. As always, I'm so excited to come back um, and continue this momentum and continue to bring you all the great experts that are out there. Um, and I'm hoping that everyone does have a happy and healthy holiday and New Year's. And Alyssa and Joanne, hats off to you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is fun. Have a great day. Thanks. <laughs>